At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Tony on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert on Thursday. Stormy Tony with you live from Las Vegas, coming out of Circus Sportsbook. And we've got a ton of news items to get into today. We'll also cover all of the angles for the Thursday night football matchup. Patriots laying about a touchdown in Atlanta tonight. And I don't know if anybody else was on the Maction yesterday, but there was like some Maction mayhem. I had NIU minus two at Buffalo, and it looked like they were going to handle business in regulation, go for the game-winning field goal, and the ball just gets lost in the wind, doesn't go. Force overtime, Buffalo gets the ball first. Fortunately, they fumbled the ball. Northern Illinois ended up handling business by a touchdown. Hashtag blessed. But I was in a lot of anxiety. Had a nice little maction sweat there yesterday. Lakers plus nine, we talked about with Brent Musburger, did end up hitting. But unfortunately, our NHL grand salami came up just short. But as we continue to pursue our winners, as we do every day on the program, time to get into our top five stories, things that impact us here as better, starting with Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray, who, of course, has missed the last two games with an ankle injury, was back on the practice field today. Murray said in Wednesdays after Wednesday that he was feeling pretty close to getting ready to play. I don't know if that means Sunday against Seattle. That still remains to be seen. Meanwhile, DeAndre Hopkins, who has also been held out the last two games with a hamstring issue, is not seen on the practice field. Cardinals minus two this Sunday at Seattle have their bye week next week, which should allow both guys a little extra time to heal up regardless. Another quarterback returned to practice today, Baker Mayfield returning for the Browns. We all know he is dealing with numerous injuries right now, but fighting through it. Jarvis Landry was also out there. He said he's trying to get Jarvis 
more involved in the offense moving forward. Donovan Peoples-Jones, however, was a limited participant yesterday, did not practice today. Good news, though, it appears maybe on the running back front, as offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt said Nick Chubb and Demetrik Felton are trending in the right direction for their return from the COVID-19 protocol list. Browns, 11-point favorites at home hosting the Lions. And there were a few quarterbacks around the NFL who were unavailable at practice this week. One of them on the other side of that matchup. Jared Goff still dealing with an oblique injury, did not practice. His backups, Tim Doyle and David Blau, getting most of the work. Aaron Rodgers also dealing with a toe issue, did not show up. Uh, notable because of all the time that he's also missed with COVID-19 recently, but no reason to believe Rodgers wouldn't play this week. Wide receiver Alan Lazard also remains sidelined today. But on the bright side, Devontae Adams, who's been dealing with the shoulder, was out there. Packers minus one and a half at the Vikings. And Lamar Jackson, second day in a row, he missed practice with a non-COVID-19 related illness. Food for thought here, though. Jackson has missed games with... Uh, has missed practice rather with illness or with injury a couple of times this year has gone on to play and win in each of those instances not saying that's what's going to happen this week but good to know Ravens minus five at the Bears this week William Hill facing more than a million dollar loss if Shohei Otani or I guess better to say when Shohei Otani wins the American League MVP award tonight should be announced shortly after our show wraps, actually. A better place, $30,000 on Otani at 30-1, to 1, would net 900 k in winnings. And Will Hill will see a total seven-figure loss. A rep for the book said it's going to be the biggest loss on that type of market ever. And it's going to stick out as a line item when you see the award betting and a big minus. His odds started at 30-1, to 1, creeped up 12-1 to 1 in April, plus 150. May was also minus money already in June, now closing at minus 10000 Crazy. Thursday night football, as we mentioned, coming up tonight. Patriots laying six and a half in Atlanta. They're winners of their last four straight games. Still a big number, as always, to lay on the road. Um, Falcons fans, you know, they have just that burned 28-3 numbers in their memories forever from Super Bowl 51 back in 2017. A number of injury updates, though. Um, starting with, maybe not an injury, but Falcons. Calvin Ridley still working through mental health issues will not be available, as is Tight end Hayden Hurst, who's been placed on injured reserve list. Linebacker Darren Bates and corner Kendall Sheffield. Running back Cordero Patterson, also questionable with an ankle, will be a game-time decision. They're going to pull that one up after pregame warm-ups. Would be a big loss for the Falcons if he can't go. Patriots, no players out or doubtful, but 13 names on the questionable list, including tight end Jonu Smith. They do get running back Damian Harris back, though, clearing concussion protocol yesterday. And speaking of injuries, my father and I, are currently nursing simultaneous broken hearts due to what happened to us in the Survivor Contest this past weekend. The most brutal way that something could go down as we welcome in my dad, Rich Bonantoni, contest partner. Uh, just unbelievable what we had to go through with the Steelers and Lions this week, Dad. Uh, how long is this one going to take you to get over? Well... <laughs> I'm still not over it, Storm. I have a hard time watching even highlights. You know, uh, this was this this one really sucks because, like, you know, I talked to you about it that day and how upset I was. But I'm like, as you get older, you know, you look forward to fewer and fewer things. But I really look forward to you know to us doing this. You know, how we the banter, you know, our thoughts, you know, the the, the decision we come up with. It's just so tough to lose when the conditions change. You know, you know, when are, when are we ever going to be ten weeks in with only two hundred people left? You know, and it's a great contest, uh, you know, but this is a life changer, you know, not for Mike Palm or Mr. Stevens, but for the working guy, 
You know, it, it's it's a tough break. And I, I know it's not life and death. You know, we, we got COVID and all these terrible things are going on. It's just being eliminated with, with all your thoughts and choices. Then you make your pick based on a scenario. And then they change the scenario two hours later, you know. And I, I just had, I have a hard time. I mean, I, I know there's 248 Steeler fans that feel the same exact way that I do. Yeah, that's the thing. We're not alone, right? There's a lot of other people, too. But the most frustrating piece of it certainly is that Saturday you submit your pick and then two hours later you find out Big Ben has COVID-19, isn't going to be available to play. And we never in a million years would have placed our faith in Mason Rudolph's hands. No, think about the the odds. I mean, you know, it's it's 32 to 1 of just the quarterbacks, right? And then then you multiply that of how many possible picks for that day. And it's just a horrible way to lose. Mr. Stevens can't be happy. He doesn't want to lose people like that. And, and you know, look, we talked about it. I hedged, I mean, and just to get, to get our money back. But that's, that's not the point. You know, it's like uh, I don't understand why they can't make the cutoff time 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock on Saturday because there's going to be no COVID tests come in after that. They've got to be able to do something on those regards, don't they? Well, I don't know. That, so that's what my thing is. Like, obviously, we all agree to terms at the beginning of the season. And, you know, we agree to this exactly. time. So you, it's hard to change midseason. But that's something, if you want, I talked to Derek and Mike at the end of the show. They'll be here in studio. I can ask them that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, why is it 3 o'clock? I mean, because I, it, to me, I'm not saying that we, we know a tie we lose. We know, and, and, and I know there are terrible things going on. But it really is. It's a life changer. You know, you're talking, there's 180 people left. And, I mean, I'm not saying we don't want it. But uh, we were in it. I'll tell you that. We were in it. And it's been very frustrating. And, you know, the, <laughs> I, I'm not going to get over this one for a while. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that I'm happy at all because I'm not. Well, I'm just proud of you for not dropping any F-bombs. That means a lot to me, especially on the program. <laughs> um, hey, but since before we get into our millions picks real quickly, um, I'm going to do this little segment. We're going to do Get Rich with Rich. So whatever money you used on the, the you know, switch around last week, we're putting it on one game this week in college football. Get rich with Rich. What would your lock be in college football? Well, Utah at home is unbelievable. Utah at home. And I'm going to just give you my one scenario of what, why I like Utah so much. Oregon loses to Stanford at Stanford. You, saw, you were at the game. That was your game that you did. Utah destroys Stanford. Both those games were at Stanford. I, I don't trust the quarterback Brown from Oregon and Utah. The crowd, I, I think Oregon's dreams of being in that uh, playoffs are completely done. So yeah, I'm actually using the Lions' money that I hedged to go ahead and take Utah, whereas all of it so I could double up and feel a little better about myself. I love it. The get rich with rich pick of the week: Utah <laughs> minus three against the Oregon Ducks. Okay, let's get to our millions picks as we throw them up here on the screen because. We only agreed on one this week in our preliminary picks. We both like the Lions plus 11 at the Browns, so we won't need to discuss that one. But we are on total opposite ends of a couple of these games, including Cowboys-Chiefs. So sell me on why you want the Chiefs, because I don't have a big enough sample size yet. Well, I have the Chiefs to win the division, just letting you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And they were, from being from like minus $5, whatever the hell it was in the beginning, I, it was like, you can get it at plus 180 a couple of weeks ago. But they're on a roll. They are really, like, playing much better. They won three games in a row. It's, it's, to me, it's more of a game that you, you don't touch at all, if, if, to me. Uh, but I like the Chiefs at home over the Cowboys. You know, I saw those guys working out today. They're in shorts. It's, it's freezing up there in Kansas. They're in shorts. 
know, Dallas is used to that dome. It might be a little bit different for them there. I'm just saying the offensive firepower that the Cowboys have had consistently. We've only seen that from the Chiefs for one game. I know Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, but I just haven't seen enough yet. So that's that one is one I'm going to need to take more convincing. We'll discuss them over the next couple of days. I was on the okay. – what? What? Small spread, the small spread versus it being the normal 10, 11, and 12. Small spread. Just remember that. Now, it's not one of those – 11s or 9s and all that where they just have to win the game. This is a, this is a much easier spread for them. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, we were on opposite ends of Packers-Vikings, but I think with Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers and the issues he's been having, I might be leaning more toward the Vikings with you, so that's okay with me, I suppose. I like the Giants no. against the Bucks on Monday night. One. Okay, okay, is Gronkowski playing? Is, uh, is Brown going to show his fake COVID card? I mean, you know, <laughs> what do we got going on around with these guys? It's it's like there's no red zone presence for, for Brady. You can see the difference when Gronk's out there, Brown's out there, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, the Giants play good on Monday nights. They play, they play good on the primetime games. I think that's there. They're going to cover. Yeah, that's why I like the plus points there. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not taking – for once, I'm not taking the big number with the favorite here. Um, what would be – do you have one that's your favorite? We've got 30 seconds before we get out of it. We're at, up against it. But your favorite pick in the NFL? Oh, no, there's no favorite pick. Utah is my favorite pick. Okay. Utah. All right. Just checking on you. I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter, Stormy. <laughs> I'm not good. Love you, Dad. Bye. More My Guys coming up in just a little bit. Stick with us here on VSIN. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here on My Guys in the Desert, this segment brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with either. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and available in 10 varieties now like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and a ton more. And for your convenience, each, each variety now comes in two strengths. You can find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Bon and Tony with you. Time for Where My Dog's At. I already gave you earlier in the week one of my gems of the week. Arizona plus 14 and a half up to 15 now, by the way, at Washington State. But I got a couple more underdogs I'm going to try to sell you guys on. Starting with number 10, Wake Forest, getting five and a half at Clemson this week. And everybody loves, loves, loves Clemson. They are favored. They always win at home. And they always seem to beat Wake Forest, right? 12-0 and 0 against the Deeks with Dabo Sweeney over at Clemson. But the Tigers are just 2-8 and 8 ATS this year, including 0-4 against the spread against teams with winning records. 0-2 against ranked opponents against the spread. This is not the Tigers of old. Clemson ain't it. I like Wake Forest to win. I might even sprinkle a little money line. I could like them to win at plus 170, but definitely taking the plus four and a half. Who knows? Maybe they could win the Atlantic. All right. My other one, Friday night, the UNLV Rebels plus 11 at my alma mater, San Diego State. In Mountain West play, UNLV's two and four, but only one of those losses was by eight or more points. I know they got rocked by Nevada a couple of weeks ago, but since then, they've won back-to-back games and are playing some of their best football. Meanwhile, while they've stayed close in games, San Diego State has had a couple of close calls, okay? So what do we have here? Two-point win over Nevada last week. I could see them maybe taking a deep, taking an exhale here and then looking ahead, getting caught to Boise State next week on Black Friday. 
Ugh, I don't know, like it. Plus, again, from an ATS perspective, despite the 9-1 record for San Diego State, 5-5 five five ATS, including 0-2-1 against the spread their last three, San Diego, uh, UNLV, 2-8 straight up, but 6-4 ATS. Time to bring in Tim Murray, host of VSIN's The Nightcap, right here at Circa, Monday through Friday, 7-10 to 10 Pacific time, 10-1 to 1 Eastern. And Tim, first of all, just got to say thank you. Um, I know Stephanie and I were bugging you late at night to try to lock you in for today. So we appreciate you. You're the best. Anytime I'm up late, hence the name, the Nike. Hey, what a guy, what a guy. Um, I saw though on your Twitter yesterday as well, that you listed out a number of week 12 potential letdown spots and you had San Diego state on, on your list as well. You think there's some value with the Rebs? I do a little bit. And uh, Stormy, you talked about how, uh, UNLV has played well. This game will be at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, they're, you know, they've won two in a row running the ball well, which once again, that's the strength of San Diego State's defense. But I think there is the possibility, right? Late comeback there from San Diego State late night to get the late field goal to beat Nevada uh, to really set themselves up in a, in a right spot to uh, represent the West Division in the Mountain West Championship game. And you mentioned it. What do they have next Friday? They have a potential look-ahead spot, that 9 a.m. local, uh, noon Eastern, CBS kickoff. I mean, what a big opportunity for San Diego State. So I think this is a potential letdown spot. Let's just get out of here with a win. And UNLV seems to be playing with a little confidence. So, uh, yeah, it would definitely be UNLV or pass for me in this spot. And you know, as a San Diego State alum, uh, this team doesn't really like blowing teams out. So, Catching double digits for the Rebs playing the way that they are. Uh, I like them a little bit in this spot. Yeah, San Diego State's given me one too many heart palpitations this year. No question. Uh, are there any other college football underdogs, though, that you've been kind of eyeing this week? Yeah, and this one's a little bit off the radar. We talked about it last night, but I really like Navy this week. And uh, similar to UNLV in this regard, they're struggling just straight up. They're a 2-7 and seven football team. But if you kind of dig a little bit deeper, uh, there's some, uh, you know, they have done well in the AAC covering the number. They're 5-1 and one ATS, 3-0 uh, and oh ATS at home, a game that you were on the sidelines for against Cincinnati. They recovered a field goal, or excuse me, an onside kick, uh, and they had an opportunity to potentially force overtime or maybe win that game in regulation. They're coming off a of bye week, and Stormy, it's senior day for Navy. And for anyone who knows... Uh, anything about the midshipman program, it's obviously pretty unique, and there's a brotherhood and all of that. And senior day is a very, very important day with fans in the stands. So if you remove last year, they've won 17 straight senior days in Annapolis. And then you've got East Carolina. This is a letdown spot, in my opinion, for East Carolina. East Carolina had a huge win last weekend on the road, beat Memphis in overtime as a dog. Uh, Mike Houston, their head coach, was emotional on the field because they got to six wins. They're bowl eligible. Uh, they were celebrating like crazy, rightfully so, in the locker room. And, oh, by the way, guess who comes to town next week on Friday? It's Cincinnati. So they have an opportunity in front of their home faithful to close out the regular season with a stunning upset. Now you've got to play the triple option. I think this number is kind of suspiciously short. Uh, I'm going to take the four with the midshipmen on Saturday afternoon in Annapolis. Navy confuses a lot of people with the way they run that offense. And I, I like what you're saying, though, about the game day environment and, and senior night. The mids are so cool. The way that I just love everything about Annapolis and that environment. Got some college hoops going on tonight as well. 
uh, in-state game in Ohio at Cintas Center. I grabbed Ohio State minus two at Xavier, and I just thought after a slow start, maybe they're getting into a groove a little bit, and this could be a good place for them. What are you eyeing between the, the Buckeyes and the Musketeers? Yeah, I, I haven't played anything in this game. Um, I, I don't love either side just because of who they're missing. Um, you know, you look at Xavier. Now, they've had a little bit more time to prepare uh, for the loss of Zach Fremantle, who is uh, just a beast. If anyone remembers Xavier last year, all Big East contributor, around 18 and 9, big man. And without him in the lineup, I, I get worried about the Musketeers slowing down EJ Liddell, who has really played extremely well so far this year for the Buckeyes. Big dude down low, 22 points per game. That said, you know, Ohio State's dealing with some injuries too. Justice, Justice Suing is out for the foreseeable future with an abdomen strain. Uh, he's averaging 10 and 5, or averaged 10 and 5 last year, I should say. So a 6 7 forward will be missing there for Ohio State. And what I like about Xavier is this is a veteran team. This is a really a put up or shut up type of year for uh, for Coach Steele there and the Musketeers. And uh, their point guard, Paul Scruggs, has been tremendous so far this year. So normally in this spot, I would lean towards the home dog. Uh, I might just stay away, root for your ticket, Stormy, because uh, you know with Fremantle out for Xavier, uh, this this was kind of a stay away situation for me. Uh, very curious how this game plays out, but. Uh, now I'll be pulling for you. I'll just stay. What a guy. I do think that some of us, though, on the network are split. So I see why you were, too, to stay away because I know Wes is on the underdog at home and myself and Greg Peterson are both taking the favorite. So we're split even on the network on this one. Were there any other college hoops games, though, that stood out to you on the card today? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I said it uh, in, the, uh, in the basketball preview when I wrote up the Big East that I, I'm just going to – Anytime I can get Shaka Smart as a dog, I'm, I'm just going to have to almost auto-fire. This team is going to be a pain in the you-know-what all year long, and we saw it firsthand against Illinois. That number was crazy inflated uh, earlier this week without Kofi Coburn for Illinois, and they win that game outright. Uh, now we've got you know some respect in the marketplace from, uh, for Marquette, only catching three and a half against Ole Miss. And I think some people might think, okay, this is your classic letdown spot. You're going down. Uh, to one of these holiday tournaments in South Carolina, uh, you know, they're, they're going to slow it down. I just, you know, this to me feels like Shaka Smart is in his element. He wasn't in his element, in my opinion, at Texas. You don't turn that job down. You got to take that job, leave VCU for that big money job. I, I totally understand. But, but this, this is where he belongs, you know, a solid program uh, that, you know, that is that is going to buy in. And you've seen Daryl Morsell, the transfer from Maryland. He's been playing out of his mind. He's the Big, East, uh, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. And now he's scoring. He's averaging over 20 points per game. So uh, I'm going to grab the points with Marquette. Neutral site game. Uh, I, I just think when in doubt, Shaka Smart uh, catching points, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do so. And they're just going to be that type of team that is uh, a pest all year long. Just ask Illinois. Yeah, Marquette, plus three and a half right now. Nobody I love here in talk college hoops more than you, Tim. Uh, we do have a Thursday night football game coming up, as always, on primetime tonight. Got about a minute left here, but what were your thoughts on Patriots, Falcons tonight? Any side, any lean on the total? What are you thinking? Yeah, a little lean towards the Falcons just because it feels, seems like a buy low spot. They get blown out last week, 43-3 to by the Cowboys, and then you've got the Patriots riding high 45 to seven, but the, uh, the one bet I do have 
is under on Kyle Pitts receiving yards. It, it set off alarms when I heard the glowing remarks of Bill Belichick. I mean, it was like he was talking about his child uh, when he was talking about Kyle Pitts. So where you sit, I grabbed under 64 and a half receiving yards. So never enjoyable to bet an under, uh, especially on a talented guy like Kyle Pitts. But I think Bill Belichick will say, no, no, you're not going to have a big night on us. Thanks so much, Tim. Once again, that is Tim Murray, host of the Nightcap here at Circa 7 to 10 Pacific. Catch him later on tonight. More My Guys on the other side of the break. You're listening to My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York as well. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Stormy Bon and Tony back here on My Guys. And Thursday night football in the NFL always gets all the love. So here on the program, we like to do our Thirsty Thursday college football night game of the week. And are we going to party with the favorite? Are we going to party with the dog? I'm going back to my college days and raging with Louisville, the favorite, minus 20 over the sad, sad, sad Duke Blue Devils football program. I just can't get on board. I got to tell you, I would prefer this was a college basketball game than to be two of the better teams in the country. But I digress. Duke is just crazy bad at football. They fooled some people early, starting the season 3-1. But if you look at what those wins actually were it was north carolina a and northwestern kansas their loss on opening day was unc charlotte so that should have told us something Owen six in acc placing failing to cover in five of those six games most of them by the way as double digit dogs which they are tonight i normally am not a fan laying such a big number in this situation but duke starting quarterback has been injured his backups are both freshmen haven't been particularly great louisville meanwhile I think better than their five and five record. Um, they could easily be seven and three, eight and two. Three of their losses were by six points or less. Three were against ranked opponents. I like the Cardinals. Last week we had a push with our vodka Gatorade play of the week. We're calling this one our fireball shots in the goblet with some Tostito lime chips. That's how you do it in college these days. Welcome in, Julian Edlow, uh, our uh, excuse me, Julian Edlow of DraftKings, betting content specialist, host analyst, also host of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure that was not the intro that you anticipated, right? Fireball and Tocito Limes chips. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are all great things, and you nailed everything uh, that I have going on at DraftKings. So I, I couldn't ask for a better intro. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll stick with college football, though, with you, Julian. Um, I was looking at some of your plays this week, and it looks like we're both on the Demon Deacons plus four and a half at Clemson. Why'd you like Wake in this spot? Yeah, uh, they're just the better team. Um, there's only so long we can look at these projections, look at these spreads, look at these models that have Clemson so highly favored because of their, their you know, status preseason. Um and eventually just kind of accepting what, what they are. It's like it's Thanksgiving next week. Um, we can't keep harping back onto like what they were supposed to be. The defense is for real. Um, you got to give them that. But they're going to have a lot to handle with this Wake offense. The Wake offense puts up points on a, on a weekly basis. So maybe they'll be limited a little more. Their team total, I think, is 26 and a half. I, I like the over on that. I think they're going to score some points in this game Clemson can't stop them every time and then the the main reason anytime I've bet against Clemson all season it's because of the offense the offense just isn't good in terms of yards per play they're they're downright awful 
And I know Wake doesn't have a great defense, but I have much more faith in Wake's offense scoring points against a really good defense than I do Clemson's offense scoring points against anybody. Yeah, I'm with you. Wake's offense has been clicking at a crazy level, and they're 9-1 and one for a reason. Let's just let's face it. You know, Clemson's not in situation to win the ACC championship like they have been the last few years. They're just a different team. Also in the ACC, Boston College hosting Florida State, BC, one-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, Moneyline minus 130, I believe, at DraftKings. Anything worth taking a look at here? Yeah, I scooped this one at uh, minus 125 on the money line. Said forget about the points, played a little safe. Um, obviously, if you want to take the short points, I, I don't have a problem with that. A little less juice. Uh, the the Eagles have been a team, you know, I was on them their season win total, so this is an important game for me already with, with the seven. Uh, they got to get one of these last two games to at least push, hopefully win out and, and get the W on the win total. But with, with Phil Dracovic back, They've been really good. They've got a couple of convincing victories over Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. We weren't sure that he was going to be back this season, but he was Phil Steele's number seven overall quarterback uh, to begin the season. He broke his hand against UMass. He had been out for a while. Uh, we, I can't ignore how good he's been since he's been back, and I don't think these these spreads for BC games have, have been reflecting him back in the mix, uh, or at least enough, uh, considering how well he's playing. So, You've got a Florida State team. They're coming off the big in-state rivalry against Miami. Next week, they have the look-ahead spot for the big in-state rivalry with Florida. And sandwiched in between, you got to come up to up to Boston and play in the cold in a road game. I just don't think it's a very good spot if you're a spot better for FSU at all. And I think that we've just been getting some value on BC with their, their best player back on the field uh, down the home stretch this season. I, I like the Eagles to get it done at home. Okay. One of the more interesting games of the week to me, maybe honestly the one that I'm going to be keeping my eye on the most, is Oregon and Utah. Obviously, huge CFP implications on the line for the Oregon Ducks, ranked third in the country, headed down to Salt Lake City, getting three points, which you don't see every day for a ranked team like them. Um, But this Utah team, they've taken their offense to a different level. They're very good at home. Which side are you leaning on? Utah for me, um, and this is a game that I don't necessarily have to bet. Uh, I wish Utah didn't lose three games early in the season. I wish Charlie Brewer wasn't there at the start of the season to lose those games. But I have Utah. Utah over eight and a half wins was one of my biggest college football win total bets. Um, so I really wish it didn't come down to this, but uh, got to beat Oregon to get there. So I'm already pretty invested. But I, if I'm if I'm if you're not me, if you're looking to bet on this game, and that's what I'm supposed to do, give you advice on this game. I like Utah minus three. Uh, it's a tough spot for Oregon going on the road. If if Charlie Brewer doesn't start the season as Utah's quarterback and it's Cam rising from the start and, and they only lose one game so far instead of three, they're in the same spot that Oregon's in. Um, you know, looking at a really high ranking and people talking about if they're worthy of getting into the college football playoff. Um, and the winner of this game would be that team that, you know, is the team in the Pac-12 getting getting the hype. Will they get in? Won't they? So, I think that the line is pretty appropriate, um, but other people won't see it that way with Oregon's ranking and Utah's ranking. But the way Utah is playing right now, they they deserve to be favored at home, and maybe we're getting a little bit of value uh, just because of how good Oregon has been lately and people kind of having having a problem with, oh, why is Oregon a dog? We should bet them in this spot. I, I think it's a great spot for Utah at home.
And I know that it isn't just exclusive to the Utah football program, but one thing that still stands out to me about that whole situation with Charlie Brewer is that Cam Rising was voted a captain before the season started, even though he wasn't the starter. Yeah. And then once he took over the job, it's just been a different deal. The dynamic with him at quarterback has been crazy. Um, whether it's efficiency in the pass game like he has, his quarterback rating has been outstanding, but they get the ball moving in the run game as well. I like Utah in the spot too. My dad was on the program earlier. <laughs> Pumping up Utah minus three. So we're all with you. And I hope that you already, you know, your investment in the team continues. Uh, we'll stick with the Pac-12 here, though. UCLA, three-point favorites at the Coliseum against their crosstown rival USC. And I know this isn't the marquee matchup that it's been in years past, but these programs still hate each other. And USC uh, is going to be without Keaton Slovis. It looks like the true freshman Jackson Dart's going to get the start. Yeah, I don't, like, is this a trap? Why is UCLA <laughs> only minus three? First start for a QB. USC's been awful. They haven't covered four in a row. I think they're one in six ATS, their last seven. And then you have a UCLA team that's been pretty good all year. Took a little dip midseason, but they've they've come back strong. They've got their quarterback back, and, and they've been looking good recently. So I think these are two teams going in completely different directions, and I'll take the much better team uh, in this big rivalry game laying the three points. Um uh, this is this is probably my favorite college football bet of the weekend, and I'm just concerned if I'm missing something as to why this is only three. It feels like it should be more. It feels a little trappy, but uh, I'm I'm not going to overthink it. I'm I'm going to dive in. Yeah, it's not like UCLA has to travel very far either. Um, Thursday no, this is you. We've seen those Pac-12 games like out in LA. The crowds have been horrible. So, oh. but UCLA is having the better season. They might have more fans in the state. It's, it's so sad. I'm actually going to be out at USC next week when they play BYU, and I feel like it could be more uh, fans coming in from Provo than actual USC fans, honestly, with the way things <laughs> yeah, have move, been. Move, move yourself down. Get some good seats. <laughs> um, Patriots, Falcons, Thursday night football. Um, just any thoughts on this? Or are there any props that you really like or a side that you're leaning on tonight? Yeah, so I think the Patriots win the game. Um, I, I got it at a better number early in the week. I don't think at six and a half, seven, you have to lay that many points with a rookie quarterback on his first short week on the road in a primetime game. I, I think the spread's kind of unbettable now, but Pat says a teaser leg, Pat says a money line parlay piece for sure um, to kind of hopefully take you into the weekend with a, a winner in that first leg cashing. Um, Props-wise, I like Kendrick Bourne's long reception over 17 and a half. Um, he, he's gotten there in four of his last five. And it looks like the Patriots coaches have just trusted Mac Jones to, to open it up a little bit more. That's what we've been seeing the last few games. And Kendrick Bourne's been, been a piece of that. Um, that was my favorite prop earlier in the day. I'll be honest, as the day has gone on, I'm really liking Mac Jones not to throw an interception. Um, it's my, last I checked, it was minus 150 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, it was 160 earlier in the day, so as the price gets better, I'm, I'm just more and more enticed to take it. Matt Jones has been awesome. He has one interception in his last four games. The Falcons have three interceptions this season. Their defense does not pick people off. Only the Jets, with two, have fewer. So, Falcons aren't picking anyone off. Matt Jones isn't turning it over. There you go. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Julian. Appreciate the time. All right. Thank you. That's Julian Edlow, content specialist, analyst, and host over at DraftKings. When we come back, head honchos here at Circa. Join us in studio, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm on the other side. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN Black Friday offer is officially here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear. Hurry up. This is a limited time offer. Sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I know I got on there. I got a nice shirt with Brent Musburger's face on it the other day. Jackpot, baby. But as we do every day on the program around this time, time to be better. Who are we calling out around the NFL this week? One guy's name who's very rarely, if ever, on this list. Tom Brady, Tampa Tom, TB12, thrown four interceptions in the last two games, two straight losses, 
hadn't thrown before that just one interception in the six games previous. His touchdown interception ratio was 17 to one at that point. I know accuracy, decision making, they've always been huge strengths for Tom. I have faith he's going to get back on track against the Giants Monday night. But you need to, especially since you don't have a go-to guy right now. I know you've had issues with no Gronk, no AB. Gotta get into a rhythm. Next on my Be Better list, the Ravens defense. Listen, I know last week offensively it was abysmal. It was not what we've come to expect from the Ravens. But I'm talking about their defense because they have a knack for not only giving up the big plays, but a glaring lack of forced turnovers. Just seven takeaways this season, second fewest in the league, trailing only the Jags, a minus five turnover differential and allowing 21.4 points per game, 24.1 rather. Um, You're supposed to be a contender. Be better. Last one here, the Bengals. Such a promising start for Cincinnati, and it's fallen apart. A lot stacked against you right now. 0-5 since 2016, coming off of a bye week. So that's not exactly working in your favor this week against the Raiders. But coming off two losses, Jets and Browns, they were bad. The Raiders are reeling right now on and off the field. The good get-right spot for Cincinnati. And we're getting right on my guys in the desert as we bring in CEO and owner here of Circa, Derek Stevens, well as VP of Operations, Mike Palm, who doesn't have a cell phone right now and apparently is freaking out. Are you okay? How's your heart? Very calm, very relaxed. All right. <laughs> Just had to make sure. And we cannot ignore the big red jersey, Golden Knights fan, but rep in Detroit. I know that's your home. I know, I know, I know. Is this like kind of the battle of the heartstrings for you when these two play? I'm a Golden Knights fan. There's no question about it. But when the Red Wings come into town, I'll give a, I'll give a jersey a shot for a little while. Definitely. I mean, I the, the true one is this one. It's like where I got the yes. next. I got the winged wheel and the, and, the, and, the, and the Golden Knights here. But for us, we got a great, great weekend kicking off. A great sports weekend with uh, with uh, all the Red Wing fans coming into town. So we're taking about fifty to the game tonight. So should have a oh lot of fun. Oh my goodness, that's a ton of fun. And hope I mean, was uh, the problem is like since you are a Golden Knights fan, like who do you root for? Both kind of evenly leveled teams right now at this point with Vegas and all their injuries. Well, they got eleven people. They just called up Jones and uh, Marimano an hour ago. An AHL team almost. This it does is. not. <laughs> bode well for the Knights. They just had to call up two additional players within the last hour. Does not make sense to me that the Golden Knights are favored today. They're, they're, they were at 155 earlier today. Now they're at 146. I'm thinking this is more like a pick em game. Yeah. Did it make you feel good to watch Mark andre Fleury and the Blackhawks on national TV win their fourth straight game? They just stress me out a lot. I'm happy for him to be I'm getting a him. little bit on the right track now, but Blackhawks have been rough to watch. But they put behind them all this the past and yeah. all that. I mean, that was tough on the team, oh, for right? Oh, sure. But and I mean, he wasn't forward. a part of any of that. No but, yes. he, no, but he deserves to be part of a winning team, right? Yes. I mean, he did everything he could for this franchise here, but he could take it no further. No, he's one of the <laughs> nicest human beings that I've ever spoken to on the planet as well. But for the Golden Knights right now, it's just so stressful. I talked about this with Brent on the show yesterday. I watch a game and I don't recognize anybody. I was all in on this team for two years um, working around them every day. And now I like don't know hardly any of the cast of characters anymore. Let's move forward to something else you were all in on, Survivor. Oh. Tell me you're one of the Ooh. 173. Okay. Tell so me. Derek. Oh, Derek. No. We're not. Oh. And I wish that you guys would have heard the A block of the show because my poor father is like so bent out of shape about this right now because of all of the ways to lose. We had the Steelers oh. um, and we have to submit our pick, obviously, at the deadline. And just a couple hours later, you get the news about Big Ben. And we never would have, you know, Mason Rudolph's not our guy. We wouldn't have gone that direction had we known that. So he is very bent out of shape. 
It is uh, really unbelievable. Yeah, it was one hour after the deadline. Uh, Ben's uh, Ben's out with COVID, and uh, yeah, the Detroit Lions uh, provided uh, an incredible, incredible tie to knock a lot of people out of story. That was that that was the number one selection. I mean, and remember, we had a lot of people knocked out on Thursday night with uh, with the Ravens. So uh, I believe we're down to 173 uh, 173 active circus survivors right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it just between those two games alone. Ravens and Steelers Lions was 435 of the entries done just in those two games. Mm-hmm. And for the Steelers one, I think like. It was just everything piled on that you have the Big Ben situation, and then it's a tie. Like, uh, the Lions had all these opportunities to win. Like, at least just do it. You know, at least put us out of our misery, not in a situation like this where it's 16-16 and we're done. So I'm depressed. Going to drink a lot of alcohol about this, I hope you know. You know, we're rooting for you. I mean, we, think about how great it would have been if you if you and your dad could have won this thing. I oh, mean, my gosh, I know. We kind of know where the publicity would have gone. It would have been some. Or her in a mall where the last two VEASAN people to get eliminated with the Steelers. What I, Was a mall on Steelers? A mall got eliminated oh. with the Steelers as well. I don't know. Is anybody else still alive <sighs> in this from VEASAN? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I know there's a VEASAN fan because there's, there's a couple of interesting contestants. There's somebody by the name of Marge. Who has at least three or four entries? There's, there's two Mar- people. Remaining? No, there's That's two people crazy. with three. There's eighteen with two, and the rest are singles. Yeah, there's <laughs> there is one interesting interesting yeah. fellow out there which you know is a um, uh, a Visa and follow the money fan. There's a there's a contestant by the name of Andy Dufresne, <laughs> and Andy Dufresne has more good teams left than any other yeah. any other contestant out there. I was surprised. Your power rating, Andy Dufresne, entry number power, one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but this is how sad me and my dad are. Though we've like mapped out so much of our season, we're still gonna like keep playing with each other and see what could have been if the Steelers had just gotten over the hump in this game. Although I don't know if that might be worse for our psyches. It's time to move on. On to Cincinnati. <laughs> Where are you this weekend? I am in Corvallis, up at Oregon State, ASU, Oregon State. Um, but I think the most interesting game of the week. I was just talking about it before you guys came on here. Is the Oregon. <laughs> Utah game. I am all. I'm so invested in this game and seeing how things turn out for the Ducks this week. Yeah, it's the night game. I thought that's where you'd be going. Yeah. No. I mean, happens more often than not. But that's it's a big time game. Okay. I'm just you know I get the latest of the late games. One of your cohorts at ESPN was on odds on with Amal and I yesterday. Chris Felica. Yeah. And I asked, is Bear is Oregon the worst team that the college football committee has ever ranked in the top four? He came up with two worst teams. The uh, Texas A&M team that was originally a fourth, the first ranking that came out and ended up 6-6, six and six. and the 2015 Michigan State team that, that went to the playoff, that beat Ohio State in that rainstorm in Columbus, but were, were not one of the better teams. Oregon, though, is not a good team. Uh, there's something. There, what do you mean there's something? How do you lose to Stanford? Trust Stanford me, I was there. Joke. You were there. there. Wherever you go, it crushes people's tough. dreams. It's funny you say that because when I was on Oregon last week, I got a text um, from my boyfriend midway through the game at halftime since it was tied, and he was like, you're just Oregon's kryptonite or something. Because he <laughs> but you're everybody. You were potential. almost Cincinnati's kryptonite with the Navy game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. We've had a bad string of things, okay? Um, but since you, you're obviously repping Detroit today, um, and Michigan is going to be in town as well, UNLV. You've got, like, double Michigan on Vegas crime happening well, this week we, for we sure college hoops and hockey. I'm hitting a couple games in a couple days. You want to see UNLV play Michigan tomorrow night? Uh, we're, we got a, a lot of people coming into town for for the Michigan uh, this Michigan game on Friday and Sunday. 
we got uh, we got a couple hundred people coming down here on Saturday to watch Michigan football and then have a little cocktail party. Will Coach be here? Is coach, coach will is be coming here. down. Coach, yeah, Coach Howard, Howard will be here. here. Coach oh. Howard watching the football team play on Saturday. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a uh, lot, a lot of Michigan people showing up this weekend. Is it like? So bizarre how many things are going on. Back, Tyler Murphy. I mean, the Maui Invitational it's is even going to be here. How about this? It's like UCLA, this is their new home. <laughs> UCLA, I mean, you're getting UCLA. All these big teams are in here in Vegas for a couple weeks. Yeah. All the mm-hmm. tournaments seem to converge. It's a great time to be in Las Vegas. Yeah, Derek. Yeah, I mean, UC, I mean, UCLA's taking this as a, as, a, as a place that they're playing multiple times this year. And Gonzaga, after playing the tournament, they're playing an extra game against uh, Duke, of all things. So Gonzaga plays one versus two, what, Tuesday night? And then... Uh, and then one versus three on Friday, Friday night. I mean, pretty amazing. Then you throw in a fight this weekend. We got we got a lot going on. Busy time, which is good for the sports book as well. Absolutely, no question. Well, thank you guys again for coming on. As always, I mean, every Thursday, you guys are just stuck with me at this point, so I feel bad. But thank you. Um, we'll have plenty more on Vsin throughout the course of the day. Rush hour is coming up next, but. Big shout out to Stephanie and our whole crew behind the scenes making this happen. One, one last thing you guys want to say to the people before we say goodbye? We want to say congratulations to you. To me? And what a wonderful job you've done. Oh, God. Seriously, Brent just raved about you today to me. Raved about you. No, we He said, not. I might be thinking of picking up a second day with Stormy. Oh. That's how much he loves it. <laughs> not true at all, but we it's all true. love the Godfather. <laughs> Stick around on Beeson. We'll see you later. Oh, my God. I can't say goodbye. Goodbye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.